0: Welcome to Dunking Biscuits Podcast, providing etiquette for modern times. My name is Emma, and with me I have Grace. Hello.
1: That
0: was an odd hello. How are you doing? (laughs) I mean, much better than last week. For those who follow us regularly, we've had a few weeks of basically we record on Tuesday nights, which, you know, some people might be thinking, gosh, that's quite the uh, turnaround because, yes, several hours later it is published. (laughs) We, yeah. We live the fast life and we do for some reason I've just been knocked like all around and uh, last week I had gastro so oh. I literally could I couldn't move my bed to the point where this is like TMI but I just want to explain how sick I was I was so sick that I could feel myself being sick and I couldn't move my body to get out of bed because I was oh. like I was just so out of it Yuck. Anyway, so it was a real bonding experience for myself and my mother in law because she had to come look after me. <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so um I don't want to say um, I'm like apologising for not being able to record last week, but also it was not like a situation where I was like, I don't really feel like recording. It was more like I I physically cannot Yeah do anything. So, um Thank you for understanding, Grace. Thanks more, more to you than anybody else.
1: Yeah, you were just like, I don't think I can do this. So I'm like, please don't feel bad. Like,
0: yeah. you are but fine. Normally we record, like, after 7.30, 8 o'clock, and I was still, like, vomiting at 7 at o'clock. Oh. And I was like, I'm not really sure. Yeah. that I'll do this. It's really possible. <laughs> anyway. Um, Here we are. How are you?
1: <laughs> Good. I, we've had a long weekend in Melbourne this mm-hmm. weekend for king's birthday which still sounds weird to me
0: yeah
1: uh it's been a busy weekend it was good had lots of fun drank lots of wine i know very unlike me um but also just kind of have the sads that like i really would have loved just to have spent this weekend just home in my bed (laughs) and on my couch um which is super ungrateful for me to say that but yeah i'm just like i'm Like going into the work week, being like, "Oh, I'm still already so tired." Um, (laughs) about two weeks to go, though, everyone. But yes, I'm good in a very long-winded way.
0: But I guess you just you'll have to survive four days as opposed to five days. You know, I've only
1: got three and a half because we've got a curriculum day this week. Um, and I'm, I've got half a day of time in Lou.
0: So amazing, ducking out early. Yeah, no complaints here. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
1: Well, would you like to hear some good news?
0: Um, please.
1: Excellent. Okay, this one is a couple of weeks old, but considering, yeah. as I said, we had a long weekend in Melbourne today, we have kind of like an important fundraiser that usually happens this weekend uh, for Motor Neurons Disease. Yeah. And so this is going back just to late May, so not that far away. Mm-hmm. Where Fight MND co-founder Neil Danaher honoured with Victorian Sport Award. Amazing. So, um, so former AFL and Coach Neil Danaher is also the co-founder of the MND Research char- Charity, mm-hmm. and he's been named as the recipient of one of Victoria's top sporting honors. So he'll receive the Victorian Sport Award for his outstanding contribution and achievements. Um, so he originally started playing for Essendon in the late 1970s, and then I uh, stopped playing in 1990. So I had over 10 years as a footballer, which is quite a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he went on to coach the Melbourne Demons for almost a decade. Mm-hmm. So he was diagnosed with MND that is a rare condition that progressively gets worse um, as it develops in 2013 and went public with the news the year after. One thing that I found amazing when I was reading this story is he was given 27 weeks to live.
0: I've heard that he get, was given a very short, I didn't realize it was so short. Yeah. I, I had heard he had quite the short um, yeah. lifespan but yeah. And I, so
1: considering he was diagnosed 10 years ago it's been 520 weeks, yes. so pretty much <laughs> smashed that. Yeah. Um. So he's uh, the status of his condition is like he can no longer speak anymore. So his daughter, um, was talking to ABC News and just reflected that this award recognizes how he really utilized his platform um, of a sport player and a coach, and to continue to generate awareness um, for the beast of the disease, and um. So he accepted, he'll accepted. he accept the ward in June with his wife, um, as I said he won't be able to give a speech but his wife will be there by his side, and the family is just very humbled to receive this recognition. Mm-hmm. Oh sorry, 27 months, or 27 weeks, so... Still, like, uh, Beck, not yeah, long. A very small amount of time. Mm-hmm. So Beck Danaher said when her father was diagnosed he was given a prognosis of only 27 months to live, and she was grateful that um, her father was still by her side and pushing to find a cure. In the second year of him um, living with this condition, he said uh, to his daughter, back that we're going to raise $40 million, um, and that year they were able to fund, uh, raise more than $2 million through the Fight MND charity, mm-hmm. and this year, 10 years on, they've been able to invest over $70 million into research, um, and she said that it's her father's determination that inspires her every day. So That's it's $70 million. That's Crazy. Unbelievable,
0: yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so that's the good news story. Yeah, and um, today they actually did the fundraising game as such. Yeah. So for those who aren't in maybe Melbourne or Victoria or Australia, basically they have um, a bunch of celebrities slide down a slide into an ice bath, basically. Nice. And I think this the last reading was it was like minus two in the bath, so it's not yeah. like... Oh, it's a bit chilly. It's it's very cold. It's cold. And um, basically, um, the celebrities are there to sort of raise more awareness about it and promote it on their platforms, so more people are yeah. aware of it. Even if you're not in the AFL, you know, world. So I think it's really impressive. I think um, some names that people might know from around around the world, are Mick Fanning, who was a world. Yeah surfer um, Eric Banner an actor he was one of the people yeah. that slid down today um so it just sort of shows that even if you're not part of the AFL world um yeah you can be connected and you can you can help out
1: so. it's definitely a cause as well like um one of the biggest fundraising efforts I feel like they do is they sell beanies at Coles and Bunnings mm-hmm. and like the past week just walking around the street or anything like I've seen so many people wearing the their M&D beanies um, so, yes, yeah, so I think $70 million over 10 years is amazing. And I think, yeah, he's got a super inspirational story. Yeah, I think today,
0: fighting. from the last reading that I saw, I don't know if you have the stats for today, um, the last that I heard was it was over $2.3 million that was raised. Yeah, I wow. think that was like half time. Um uh, no, before the bounce. So, yeah, um, super impressive.
1: Alrighty, on to our own good news, though. So, Em, what's your... Or maybe not good news
0: what's your wind slash whinge mine's like a good combo so it's like a win (laughs) and a whinge so i return to work tomorrow oh that's unlucky (laughs) so hate that for you it's it's really a weird like double-edged sword because it's like sad because obviously you don't get to spend as much time with your children and it kind of like a certain time of like an era is over like we're not planning on having more children so like I'm not going to have another year off work um, yeah to you know raise a child like I just was I still raising my children but like you know that very insular like yeah baby the very kind of like condensed yeah year. <laughs> and um but then also I was trying to explain to Jeff and for those who may have also experienced this you might have similar experiences and for those who haven't being pregnant or haven't had a baby this is what it feels like for returning to work so basically you're sent off you everybody says goodbye from work or oh, I hope everything goes really well like you've got all this stuff and you're like oh thank you. you know you seem very friendly with it like some of these people I've known for like you know a couple of years now and then you have the baby and then people are obviously super excited sending messages and then about a month later people just drop off the face of the earth that you work with <laughs> and um, you might get an occasional message, but basically no one talks to you, no one makes contact with you, you have to make contact with them. And then, um, basically you don't hear from anybody from work unless like you make an effort. Like from my office, there has been times where people have contacted me, but really, like, not consistently. And this is not a negative thing, this is just facts, right? Yeah. And then there's some people who I work with, um, who I've seen, have, who I've caught up with, blah, blah blah. But then you come back to work and it feels like you haven't left, and they talk to you like you've you've known them like the last year didn't happen. It's such a weird experience. <laughs> and so I'm going to go in tomorrow back to my old desk, um, back with the same same bunch of people that I had in my office with I haven't seen in over a year, and it's just going to be like I never left. But I did. Do you think that happens because? So, do you think you would
1: have had the same experience if you stayed at the school that you and I both worked at? Where you, like, if you had stayed there, you would have been there like over ten years. Mm. Whereas this, like, the
0: school you moved to, you were there for like two years before then. You had your year off. Um. Yes, but I think it's not. It's. I think that's a. Di- I'm with McKenzie it was different because obviously we had a pandemic. I think that's sort of. It's hard. Ah, so. yeah gauge but with it's um, the pandemic. yeah with Genevieve I just I don't know I just thought because it was people who had you know more flexibility to come say hello and hang out with us that they would mm-hmm. but um it just it was just very interesting and, I, and I'm trying not to be like negative about it. it's not it's not being like oh, no one hung out with you it just like, yeah, it's just like it's just a very like weird me. experience to work with people that you see like the most like you see these people for hours a lot of mm-hmm. the days of the week And then to not see them and not talk to them and then to come back and be like, what's been, like, what's been happening? And they're just like, oh, you know, work. And you're like, okay. Like, (laughs) like it's just, it's just a very surreal experience and I'm not probably explaining it very well, but I'll try to explain to Jeff and I'm like, it's just bizarre. It's just a weird experience. And I'm sure it happens in many different fields. And, um, yeah, so I'm excited to go back to work, um, not to work, but to be around <laughs> those people because they're lovely and I, I miss them and I can't wait to, like, see them. Am I excited to teach? Mm-hmm. Look, I'm not super excited, but I am keen to clear out the cobwebs, I guess is a better way of wording it. Like, yeah. I'm keen to get back into, like, my routine and how, you know, back into the system. But the actual teaching part I'm not really sure so it's it's like do you know what class you've got yep I have a year 11 math class foundation oh Jen oh foundation yeah so um, if you need resources let me know yeah (laughs) some lower kids um, in that particular class and not many so shall be very interesting um, to do and also um, it, I need to build a lot of relationships first before we really get into oh, yeah. it, um really educating. And then I have a year ten PE class and a year seven sport class. So nice, pretty good. I am underloaded, which means I will get lots of extras. But just gonna
1: say that sounds like a tiny load.
0: Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it is what it is. But, so, my win and whinge is, like, I'm whinging because I have to go back to work, but my win is that <laughs> I... I'm going back to work. I'm going back to work. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, fair. Um, well, How about yourself? I don't know. I'm drawing a blank. Two weeks. I don't know if I've done anything. I did a trail run. That was painful. Um, yeah. I thought you'd beautiful. be mentioning,
0: um, you know, your favourite show being back on and how your life is so much better oh, that your show's back on. I have
1: watched so much love island today trying to catch up <laughs> like any like spare like 10 minutes i've had i'm like i'm just gonna quickly sit down and watch love island like i got home i went on a winery tour this weekend um unsurprising for me yeah got home at 1 i had online tutoring with one of my students at 3 30 and i was like cool i'll quickly like have some lunch sit down 20 minutes love island all right now that i'm here i've got to unpack cool i can do that i've got to put the bed sheets on the bed i've got to like do these other little odd jobs mm-hmm. and then i had like 40 minutes to sit down before tutoring started i was like cool quick love island <laughs> and then so like anytime i can i'm like trying to squeeze in as much um so i can catch up i love that <laughs> but i know this is disappointing and it's a real strain on our relationship but jack said he doesn't really care about like watching this season rude and so i know i'm like we have a whole group chat to space on love island like we're gonna talk about <laughs> yeah. but he's going away on thursday for a couple of weeks yeah um, and so I'll just have full control of the TV and I can yeah. do whatever I want. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I mean, he's going to love that chat group. So it's basically, yeah. it's the chat group is myself, Jeff, Grace, and Jack. That's <laughs> <laughs> and it's literally called Love Island Chit Chat. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I, I don't know if you want to count that as your win, but you know. That's <laughs> yeah, I
1: think that's kind of it. Like, as I said, I did a trail run, made my hips really sore. It was like oh. 13 Ks in like the forest out near... Bandura, which was like very hilly, very yeah. muddy, very slippery, I fell up a hill, yeah. and I like, covered myself in mud, I had to run through a river. But <laughs> <What? laughs> <laughs> Yeah, these are the things I'll say yes to, mm. uh, but other than that, I don't know, just living. Yeah. Just nothing I to mean, report. That's good though, right? Nothing nothing bad's happened, so maybe that's my win. Yeah. I don't have a whinge. That's my
0: <laughs> win. <laughs> I love that for you, That's that's amazing. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs>
1: So this week, we are talking about sharing accounts, mm-hmm. which I could only think of two instances where this would happen, um, so good on me. The first mm-hmm. one was sharing social media accounts, mm-hmm. and then the second one was sharing bank accounts, which are two very different accounts. Yes. But I was wondering if there was any overlap. Um, firstly, I have a question, mm-hmm. is, does Jeff have access to any of your social media on his phone? Um,
0: will we share our like printing gems? Oh, Instagram of course! I forgot about that. Yeah. So we both have access to that page, but um, Jeff does have access to my Facebook one also because um, basically our side hustle, if if you will, um, is. Through my Facebook page because we believe that people are more trusting of women doing baking stuff rather than men. Yeah, that's fair. So <laughs> rather than it go through Jeff's account, it actually goes through my account. So um, Jeff has my Facebook details on his on his computer for that reason, but it's not like he sits on there and, and reads yeah. that stuff. It's just so if, for example, I tell him someone's written. A message, can you go onto it? Um, he can go onto it, so it's not. I don't know, it's not. I, I don't see it as like he has access to my accounts, I just yeah. see it as he has access to that account, and for I think for a specific reason, for a specific reason. And I think also, my Facebook is not super active. Like, yes, I have my messenger, like that's super active, yeah. Um, and obviously, he can still get onto that, like through that, but there's nothing that. I'd be like, oh, I hope Jeff doesn't read this or he doesn't see this. Like, yeah. it's just chit-chat. And, um, yeah, so that's the only social media interaction that yeah. we have. But I would say also Jeff doesn't really like social media, so it's probably a bit No, different. he seems pretty... Like, the other day I was non- like, oh, maybe you could put a post up of, like, you know, our marriage. No. <laughs> <That wasn't laughs> i a post a up where we went and saw Harry Potter and we had beers and he just he was like so stoked that we saw Harry Potter and that we had beers and that where we had beers had baseball in the background so he was like having the time of his life. So that was more important than us getting married picture. Just, yeah. just wanna sort of like <laughs> Um And he's had two children and not one of them is on his social media. So Yeah. He's not really of the shall we he likes he likes social media, don't get me wrong. He goes on Instagram all the time, but it's, uh, it's more to watch or look at other things yeah. rather than like people talk, like, you know, look at his stuff.
1: My next question mm-hmm. is and this is just more of a general, not specific to you and Jeff. Yeah. Um, so, my parents annoyingly have a shared Facebook account and their name is their names combined. It's like, ugh, why would you do that? Um, do you think if you have a shared social media account and like mm-hmm. you're both logged in? To it on each other's phone, Mm -hmm. um, that you have like free reign. Like say, like you get a message through the Facebook account, and it's like it's actually meant for you, but I'm the one who reads it first. Mm. Am I allowed to respond to that and so on?
0: No, because it's not to you. As simple as that. I think um, you might be um, like dictated to. Like if I'm you know cooking dinner and Jeff sees I get a message, and I was like, oh, who's it from? And if it's from someone that I don't think we're having any sort of crazy conversations about like you know, um, yeah. I'll be like oh can you just read it for me and he, he'll, write, he'll write back what I say like it's just, yeah. I think after a certain time of being with someone <laughs> you just sort of there's, there's not really anything to hide in that sort of sense and I'm hurt. not saying that people that don't do that have things to hide I just think that mm. for us that's just how it works best for us, so
1: yeah I do think, yeah. like, we have a shared Instagram account. Yes, we do. <laughs> um, but it's like, if I see a message that pops through our Diking Biscuits account and it's from one of your friends, mm. I won't read it. Because I'm like, well, this person probably thinks they're messaging Emma. Yeah. Whereas if I see a message come through and it's from one of my friends, yeah. that's when I'll log on to it and then respond yes through there I like think we'd,
0: we've done that without having really a conversation about it but yeah I think if it's been on there for a bit and i you haven't responded I have made like a I liked it or yeah kind of like you know it's been like oh that's so funny or like something that's so generic that they could assume that maybe it was you yeah. yeah maybe it is me <laughs> rather than be like that's Grace wouldn't really say that kind of language yeah. but yeah so um I think so to throw my parents you know Into the Mm. chat. My both my parents have their own Instagram account, but my mum has a Facebook page, but my dad does not. Yeah. But they don't share mum's Facebook page. It's under her name. But I do know that dad logs are in there to like look at things on Facebook. Yeah. If that makes sense. But he doesn't he's not in there to like look around. He's more like just interested to be on the the page of Facebook. Yeah. Just see 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 things what's happening. And he, I know that he's used it to try and find some of his high school friends through Oh, that. cool. So, yeah. because, I mean, there are other ways of doing it, like trying to find people, but I think if you can find them through Facebook, it's a little bit easier. You definitely the easy the photo, well. um, you might find a mutual friend and click on that friend and find all the other high school friends that yeah. you So, I can understand why um, if you're from a particular generation, um, that using that would be super helpful if you want to try yeah, and link sure. back to other people um but yeah so that's how that's how they've done it as well yeah
1: um yeah because I think like when I was thinking about this I find them kind of annoying like just mm. set up your own account you don't need to yeah. share one unless it's for like a business or something like that but if it's just two people on the one account I don't know why but I feel like it gives me the ick and I don't think I'm alone in saying that
0: i yeah. have written two things about this entire conversation that we're having tonight yes yeah. um and the one the one sentence that i've written i won't the other next thing i'll tell, talk about later is <laughs> red flags joint social media yeah and i don't mean for older people i would say if you are under the age of 40 and you have a joint social media account i am concerned <laughs> because, and I'm, I'm saying this from knowledge of um, something that's happened to some like, someone that I grew up with, mm. is that her and her husband have a joint account, and I know that he abuses her. Ooh. So it's actually a use of power. So she doesn't have... Yeah, and I'm friends with her on it, so it means that it was actually her account originally. Yeah. And he's joined into it. Oh, so, that's grim. Yeah, so, and... Um, I do know that he is very controlling of who she can see and who she can't see and what she can put up and not put up and blah, blah, blah. So um, they've been married for like 10 years and people probably outside this circle probably don't see it as anything yeah, negative. No. But because I know... Um, and I'm not going to go into detail about the type of abuse, but like just because I know and I know it's about being in control it makes it very hard to communicate with her on there and it makes it very difficult to know when you're talking to her is it actually her writing back or is it him yeah so I would say that joint social media accounts to me are a red flag they give me the ick they make me very uncomfortable if you're under a certain age and I know that's not very that's not very like particular and it's a very vague way of putting it but I just I think over a certain age you can understand having a joint account for maybe certain reasons that they don't really need social media but they want to have it to talk to their grandchildren I don't know like there's something yeah. that's that's fine but someone who like she's so I'm I've just turned 35 and I've had Facebook since 2000 and I was that 2007 I like like
1: 2006, 2007. Yeah,
0: 2007. So that's when I first went to uni. Yes. Um, and <laughs> then so I can – it just – it makes me uncomfortable. Yeah. And I think Instagram's different for some reason. I don't know why Instagram's different, but I feel like Facebook, because of when it came out, if you have a joint mm. account and you're maybe under the age of 40, I'm a bit like, mm.
1: And I think as well, like, the access to messages and stuff like that, like yeah. – that's yeah that would definitely kind of irk me I'm coming into this more of like a perspective of like an older couple mm. who have a joint account yeah um and like like my parents have it because my stepdad doesn't feel the need to start his own like if mum's friends with all the same people yeah that that's, I think that's the main reason why my
0: dad hasn't done it because he's like well I don't why yeah. <laughs> I don't, I don't yeah. need this <laughs> it's nice to but have yeah, but I don't I, need it yeah
1: but yeah I kind of always like kind of wonder like yeah like how much access like is one person using it more than the other like if you message who are you messaging it to yeah but yeah i don't know i just like that i yeah i'm not yeah. a fan of them I however just, the other
0: sorry okay just to there finish i just think that if you this is my final thoughts and this is obviously yeah. from an experience that i've had um i would say if something happens to your friends and they all, all of a sudden start having joint social media accounts particularly facebook just i would try and communicate with them other ways or say oh can we catch up for a coffee and stuff and check in yeah um if you can without the other person that would be my advice two cents however you want to read into that so um not to be downer just to be aware yeah yeah
1: the other one that came to mind when i said we should talk about joint accounts is obviously bank accounts yes um because i feel like when you get to a certain age in a couple Mm -hmm. it kind of does make things a little bit easier
0: so much easier so much easier
1: yeah (laughs) like jack and i like obviously jack has this house that i am very lucky to live in but Mm -hmm. like on that like we do our grocery shopping together we pay our bills and stuff like that and it just got to the point where i felt like i was constantly like transferring money for this and then transferring money for that and i was just like no 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 we need to set up (laughs) our own account and Mm -hmm. i'm like obviously coming into this like very kind of even we had a lot of conversations about it we researched different ones to like we should open and uh, in the end we went with commonwealth because that's who we're both with and we're like yep. well, that's probably just <laughs> the easiest decision mm-hmm. um but yeah but like we had a big discussion about like how much are we putting in are we putting even amounts in like should we put like should one person put more in and stuff like that um and it was all very kind of like clear-cut mm-hmm. and yeah so i think yeah emotion and i, I think guess, <laughs> <as well. laughs> yeah, just, we should do this yeah and we did But, yeah, I think, like, as well, like, if you're setting up, like, a joint bank account, it does need to be something that everyone needs to know all the details, like, making Mm -hmm. sure, um, and my friend who's a lawyer who said, like, you should have this all written down, and we're like, oh, yeah, we'll get around to that. Um, (laughs) we didn't get around to that. (laughs) Spoiler! Yeah. But, yeah, but I think it's something, like, to make sure, and, like, that's, like, not all of our money goes there, so we still have our own money that we Mm -hmm. want to spend our own things on and do, like... If I want to go out for drinks with the girls, I've got my own money to do that. Like, we yeah. haven't, like, automatically made everything our money, which, like, I feel like some couples do yeah. if they're married for 20 years. And
0: yeah. I would whatever. say it, it's just dependent on, like, your circumstances, your, um, you know, how you feel about the other person and maybe some prior experience. Like I think there's a lot of contributing factors. And I think yeah. that... Um, You know, if you are comfortable and you feel secure, it is very, to me, and this might sound very naive to anybody else, but like, it's very freeing to me to know that Jeff and I, we are in this together. We are a team. Our money is ours. It's not mine. It's not his. It is ours. We are raising a family. And I'm sure if something happened and. You know, knock on wood, not that we, you know, anything. Want planning ahead? Yeah. Um, that we are both um of logical, not emotional minds. That we would be able to solve it, because yeah. our goal is to be able to solve everything, so we don't have to do that. So that's how we sort of worded it to each other. we like, I know lots of people like, oh, you know, there's like the word like prenup or like you know, making sure that you have your own yeah. account that you have money just in just in case. But we we discussed it and we just talked about like you know we our life is together, and so yeah. when we had um, when we found out we were pregnant with Mackenzie, um, shortly after Jeff asked me to marry him, just the way the the stars sort of fell that way. He'd already, <laughs> had, to put, he'd already had the ring and everything, but it was just like we I felt pregnant a bit faster than we were anticipating, and <laughs> um and so we just had the conversation like this is our lives, and so we yeah. And people might be like, "Oh my god, that's so naive!" Like, you know, you know, like, you know, it's your money, and you've done this. But, like, after so many years of living in a house together, even though Jeff bought this house, if something was to happen, it would be split. It would be separated into two, evenly, because I've lived here mm. as long. And like, there's so there's just things that we discussed, and you know, it worked for us because that's how our our brain thinks about our lives and our yeah. money and our time and our like what we're working towards whereas I think if you're a bit new in the relationship and I say new as in like present like you know it's it's still earlier days and maybe you haven't had huge chats about the future like you can be vague about it but you sort of like you know yeah. you're planning to be with that person it's very different to then being like bring your life into the world with that person or being married to that person and that's how i that's how jeff and i talked about it and i know it it may be a bit of a niche way of thinking about it but we like we sort of plan to be together and that's our plan and if we have if something happens or whatever we would we want to talk it out and we want to not be rational and we want to solve it and so that's that's our outcome. Do you mean you
1: don't want to be irrational? I feel like you do want to. Oh sorry, to be did irrational. I say irrational? Yeah. <laughs> irrational. Sorry, I'm, so, <laughs> I'm a bit
0: tired. Um and yeah, and so we just we will be um thinking of the choice yeah. that we made previously. And I think not really we talk very often, but like, you know, like there's times where you just you get frustrated with someone and you just gotta remind yourself that, you know, you do love them and you do feel like you have those feelings for them and that's what we're like how we're sort of going through our married life or our family life and I hope that we're like you know some other people think the same way as we do because you don't know you don't know how people view their marriage and everything so some people might want to have separate accounts and make sure that you have you know different um opportunities to do different things because based on your own money and stuff so yeah it's hard i still think at the moment
1: like given jack and i are quite new compared to you and jeff Mm. like it would feel weird like if i went shopping for clothes and it would come out of an account that is both jack's and mine money Mm. like for me at the moment that just feels a bit odd like i would love for him to pay for all my stuff yeah don't get me wrong here for that but um maybe not just yet
0: yeah but I think it's because you think if you join accounts he's it's his money. Where actually it's it's mm. it's um like the relationship's money. So that's I think yeah. it's it's a hard thing to do. And get me buying new jeans is good yeah. for the relationship. <laughs> yeah. It's you know, and I think because like don't get me wrong, like we buy things and like, you know but if we're buying something that's a bigger purchase, we discuss it. Yeah. for than, sure. and like um like, I'll be like, oh, Jeff, I need to buy new clothes. And Jeff will be like, okay. And I'm not asking permission. I'm telling him what I need. That's yeah. There's a very big difference. But letting him know because we have a very strict budget because of the times. Um, yeah, and so just making sure list. that that's going to work for us rather than me being like, huh, I went shopping and I've spent, like, two grand on this stuff. Like, not that I would ever yeah. spend a ton of money, but just being aware and communicating is very important yeah. because... That's, yeah, that's yeah. what
1: I was going to kind of end on is, like, something that you need to be, like, transparent with to be, like... Especially if you are making these bigger purchases, sit down, have a discussion, like, you know, mm. do we actually need a new fridge or yeah. can we get by with this one leaking all over the floor? Yeah. Or like, if you do like make a big purchase, like, tell them, I suppose, yeah. and be like, oh yeah, like I bought this today, it came out of our joint account, like, even like, Jack and I, like, if we're out for drinks or whatever, we'll be like, drink cut? And we'll be like, obviously yes, because if we're both drinking, then mm-hmm. yes. Or like, yeah, like other things, if we're not sure, we'll always just kind of double check and be like, oh, joint card for this, which yeah, far out is making it easy.
0: Yeah, and when we first had our like, joint account, weirdly also with Commonwealth Bank, um, we <laughs> put the same amount of money in. And so any time yeah. it needs to be top, topped up or it was, say, got a bit low because we spent a bit more money or whatever the case is, mm. we both had to put the exact same amount in. And that's how we d- we just were like, that's a shared thing, so we just share it. So and we so both, it both put it in, even. Yeah. Um, whereas, um, if you're in a relationship where i not, um, you know, if one person's earning significantly more because of whatever reason, um, it would be very, like say right now, like i just had a year of like maternity leave pay, which is very different to my normal pay. And so <laughs> if we were doing contributing equal amounts, my spending money or my money that would go into my separate account would be significantly less because of yeah. the circumstances. So I just think... Yeah, communication is key. I think before you do something, have several conversations about it. Yeah, don't just do it on a whim. It's not like on Friday we're going to decide this by making one big decision after one discussion. I just don't think it's it needs to be really open, especially with money because it's something that is so difficult.
1: Rare at the moment.
0: Yeah, (laughs) difficult in just lots of different facets. Like some people don't like saying how much they earn. Some people don't want, you know, to... Um, they want to do it evenly based on your salary like there's so many different ways of doing it and I think mm. if you have many conversations it will sort itself out and I think for us we tried to not make it about money we tried to make it about life and I think that yeah that really helped that's us a good perspective because shift because Jeff is very like money conscious and I am sort of a bit more like oh well it'll work out and he was yeah. like no it won't actually <laughs> so, um so it's very good to have obviously that's a good dynamic to have an hour like yeah relationship, i think but jack and i are quite similar i'm like yeah Aah. and jack's like hang on <laughs> pay attention yeah focus um whereas um i think you know having our discussions and you know we both had to shift our mind to the fact that like mm. where this is together this is our family this is our youth. yeah this it's not our, just you two. our lives it's not your life here and my life here, like we're planning to spend our lives together, yeah. um, helped us rather than being like, well, I earned this much and you earn this much, so we should put this much yeah. into account, which is obviously, like, you know, very logical, but it's also, it makes it very personable. I don't know. It's just, it mm. seems, it's hard to explain, but I think. Yeah. No, I get it. Yeah. It's a tough topic. Yeah. I don't oh, it a, is and I, don't I think feel like a, I could talk for ages about it. Yeah, and I don't think there's a like, you know, we used to do like a top five etiquette. There's I don't think there's a top five here. And I know we've spoken yeah. about joint accounts before with money, like or well, how do you how do we do that. Yeah. But I think the main overarching point is that communication is very important, regardless if it's a joint bank account or a joint social media account or joint Yeah, whatever clowns. So <laughs> um, joint other accounts? Joint live things um and i think that if you feel like a problem's going to arise talk about it sooner rather than later yeah don't the let the problem arise yeah so communication and just talk about things as yeah. regularly as you as you can to make it easier
1: Easier, yeah, even if those conversations are trickier, oh, so they'll tr- be easier
0: in the long run. Oh, so at the moment, and it's like you know, this is quite personal, and I'm like happy to share. But at the moment, because um, in the next six months, our um, our mortgage is going to change because we've had a bit of a fixed loan and we're going to have oh. to readjust it. And we think it's going to be double what we're paying now, and so yeah. we we'll have to have a tough conversation of should I go back to work an extra day because of our circumstances yeah. and how we want to live our life and I'm like I didn't think I had to ever have that conversation but because of just the way the world is at the moment mm. especially here oh it's crazy um, we have to have these tough conversations and th- th- this is this is not going to happen until Feb next year and yet we're already talking about it because we'd have to make some decisions before then yeah um, and make sure that we're on the same page but we know that's going to it's happening it's just how are we going to go about it and yeah yeah. so it's hard. It's really hard. Very, very much so. On that but, positive note, <laughs> have a great week,
1: everyone. <laughs> Thanks for listening. <laughs> Before we get too grim, let's I wrap think, it up there. I think just
0: stay chatty, you know. Yeah. Um, have the conversation over like a nice dinner and probably another thing as well. Like, mm. don't have the conversations when you're just sort of like sitting in the couch being like, oh my God, it's like, my yeah. night. don't do that. Like, just no, make it a bit more of an occasion. I'm I pretty think, sure that's well. when Jack and I had the conversation. For like, whatever, like, don't do it then. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Anyway, have a great week. Um, yes. We'll chat to you soon. I'll let you well, know. How we'll say it next week, birthday. but we'll, <laughs> we're never sure <show> these days. <laughs> That's the plan. It's the plan. <laughs> yeah. um, and um, obviously follow us on Instagram at DuncanBeeson's yeah. podcast. And um, if you are any of the um, podcast platforms, give us a review or rating and, you know, let us and know. And tell us about it. <laughs> Boy <laughs> bye